BP Nation, what's going on, guys? We are back on the podcast. And this week, Ash and I sit down to bring you the unpopular truth on hashtag gains. That's right, gains, spell with a Z, with a hashtag in front. But in all seriousness, we are here to chat about how long it actually takes to build muscle, or what we would call generate hypertrophy, increase muscular strength, and develop power or enhance power output. These are three adaptations that a lot of you are interested in, yet we don't talk about a ton because body composition change and weight loss tend to dominate the industry, tend to dominate the goals of a lot of our clients, but we want to make sure that we bring you all of the information that you need surrounding muscular growth, muscular strength, and power development because those are important pieces of the puzzle. So make sure you grab a notebook, that you're tuned in because you do not want to miss any of the information that we are going to throw down in this episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 97, and again, I am back with Ash. We are here together on the mic. I'm not going to go through all the names we have for our little duo here <laughs> like I did in the last episode, but we're back, and we're going to discuss another topic that I'm super passionate about and that we get a lot of questions about, or I should say there's a lot of misconceptions around when we first speak with clients. And that is the unpopular truth on hashtag gains. Can you say gains without a hashtag or no? I usually try not to. I usually <laughs> say either hashtag gains or I say gains with a Z. Yeah. Because we're talking the real shit. We're talking muscular growth, muscular strength, power. So gains like G-A-I-N-S isn't like the real thing. That's lame. Mm. That's lame. Mm. That's not what the kids are saying. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we are here to talk about that, talk about how long it actually takes to build muscle, to gain strength, to increase your power output. And uh, something that we don't always talk about because we spend a lot of time talking about body composition, weight loss, because that's the goal for the majority of individuals that come to see us. But we do have folks that are working on building muscle, increasing strength and these other areas. So wanted to dive into that a little bit here. But I first want to give our usual updates, right? Life update, ballistic update, so we can cover that. Uh, first one, Ash, why don't you give us some of the, the life updates here? We are still house hunting. Still <laughs> house hunting, but we're, I, we're hopefully, close. I mean, we're recording this two weeks early, so hopefully yeah. by the time this comes out, maybe we found one. Maybe. We're getting close. I can <laughs> feel it. I can feel it. But still in the house hunt, uh, what else is going on? Football season is here. You you talked about that last. Uh, Hell last yeah, episode. Penn State all the way. We are mm, or Pitt, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is pumpkin spice season. Your favorite? Oh my all time favorite. I'm pumped. I'm gonna start eating all. We the had pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice the earliest I think we ever had because your mom bought us pumpkin spice pumpkin. pop tarts. Yes. Who? <laughs> I mean, first of all, who doesn't love pop tarts? You know, actually, what I'm curious about, we need to put this on our Instagram. Were you a pop tart person as a kid, or were you a toaster strudel kind Ew. of person? Pop tart. Do you know what I'm talking about though? Yeah. I had some friends I that were like die hard toaster strudel. Mm -mm. Die hard. I thought they tasted like shit. 
I don't. I didn't. I just didn't really like them. Yeah, I'm just not a pastry fan. Like I love pop tarts. Aren't pastries? They're like almost like cookies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm agree. definitely a pop tart guy. Uh, and then really the only other thing I'm always excited about with fall <laughs> is it's hoodie and jean weather. Yes. Which is funny because I only best. wear jeans like once a week, but I love it when not I do. Not even in fall. once a week. Well, in the summer, no. But in the wintertime, I'd say I wear them once a week. What? Yeah. I wear them like mi- maybe once every two months. I mean, think back <laughs> during COVID. I was wearing them once a week just to wear them. Yeah, you're crazy. Just to get dressed up and be not in sweatpants or athletic shorts. Yeah, I don't need to get dressed up. <laughs> uh okay let's move on so in terms of ballistic updates this is our now second week of evolve yep and again we're recording this ahead of time but i'm assuming it's gonna be fucking awesome yep. and we're gonna be crushing and making big moves with our individuals in that course so i'm excited uh and then the fall apparel is in the works it's gonna happen we're going to get this process. We're going to get it moving. I'm excited about it. We're going to have a sick design. I can feel it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so make sure you're on the lookout for that so you don't miss the announcement. And then I just thought it'd be fun to share. What's the next item, Ash, on our wish list for Ballistic oh, HQ? It's a big one. It's a GHD. Ooh. We want it. And we're talking a legitimate GHD. Yeah. Not one of these like cheapo ones that you can buy off of Titan Fitness or Rep Fitness. We're talking about a legitimate rogue GHD, yep. the Abram 2.0. I know exactly <laughs> which one we want. I think it's like $645 oh, or something like that. I didn't even say that. But we're going to make it happen because we're at that point. We need it. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> we do not need it. We want it. And it's also a big write-off. So why not? Okay. <laughs> anyway, continuing on. So, Ash, let's dive into the conversation here. I'll kind of take the lead if you don't mind, and then you can chime along as we go. Perfect. But we're talking about gains. We're talking about how long it takes to achieve these results, specifically increase in muscular strength, increases in actual muscle, so like hypertrophy, and then as well as power output or actual power production. So the reason I wanted to talk about this was I saw a post recently from Squat University and I loved it because every now and again, he puts out these, you know, polarizing posts that are meant to, you know, generate some comments and generate some traction. And it says something along the lines of, you know, the truth about strength gains isn't sexy. Like no one wants to hear that training three to five days per week is how you get strong and that you have to do it for years on end to actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it because that's so true. And no one in the industry wants to talk about that right now, or I should say at least very few people do. So right now across the entire fitness industry, especially on Instagram and these other platforms, what you see everybody talking about it are these like quote unquote secret programs or these revolutionary training concepts or these these fitness hacks or quick fixes or these 30-day shreds and it's all it, it's all surrounding instant gratification and uh really quick rapid results and that's what everybody's making money on right now everybody mm-hmm. is selling these quick fixes and selling results when in reality there are no magic programs there are no shortcuts. There are no quick fixes. The results that you see when people post like 30-day transformations or if maybe you you yourself have experienced results in 30 days, the only reason that those occur are because or is because 
you you were a novice at that time or that individual was a novice meaning a beginner and beginners experience rapid results like that because their bodies aren't accustomed to the stimulus that is being applied to them and so they adapt rapidly and that's the why you see gains. the new yeah the golden months the golden years even <laughs> where you're walking to the gym and you're hitting a pr every single day or oh. The best life. You start to see actual aesthetic changes within the first six weeks. Uh, and we're going to talk about how that actually occurs. But those crazy rapid results in a short amount of time are either due to lack of experience, which isn't a negative thing. It just means you haven't been training as long. Or additional, we'll say, help from... Uh, not even supplements, but from, um, let's say steroids. steroids yeah. <laughs> I'm like, or, are you talking about steroids? Yeah. That's what I was getting into. Right. It's from additional, additional help, meaning performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> right. So oh, anyway, gotcha. now that's not to say there aren't the genetic freaks and the anomalies out there. Those always exist. But for most people, that's what we're talking about. Now, here's the truth. Building muscle, gaining strength, Increasing or enhancing your power, that requires years, years of discipline and consistency. Not months, not weeks, certainly not days. It requires years of hard work. How do you feel about that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, really, no one wants to hear that message, right? If you tried to sell someone on the idea that, hey, we are going to do the basics, we're going to hit some compound movements like squat, deadlift, and bench, and we're going to do those consistently three to five days per week for the next three years, and by the end of that time, you're going to look the way you want to look, you're going to be stronger, you're going to be more powerful. How does that sound? People are going to run away. No one's going to sign up for that because it's they so don't want to do now. it. Right. But that's why everyone now is making all this money off of these quick fixes and these 30-day shreds because everybody loves the idea of fast results, instant gratification. But they don't work. Right. But they don't work unless you're a newbie. And even at that point, there's a good chance you're going to fall off if the, cra if the behaviors were crazy and unsustainable. Mm -hmm. But that's the truth. That's what it takes to truly transform your body, you can't, you're not going to achieve your dream physique in six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks. It's going to take a long ass time to see those changes. Mm -hmm. Now, I did want to break this down just into like into those three categories uh, and just touch on them each briefly when we're talking about increases in muscular strength, hypertrophy, which is muscular growth, and power. Uh, because Again, I'm mentioning that everybody is just skipping right over the fact that these things take time and what the actual truth is behind them and what you actually need to be doing to achieve these results. So let's start with hypertrophy or muscular growth because that's what a lot of people are interested in. If you're a beginner, you're likely going to experience results in six to eight weeks. And that's it. So beginner, I mean, you've been training for, let's say, less than six months, maybe even less than that you're going to see rapid results. Now, the research has actually shown that the muscular hypertrophy that occurs in those initial stages of training is actually attributed to muscular damage 
that's induced by like cellular swelling and it's and as well as neuromuscular gains or neuromuscular adaptation. So it's not actually you've built all of this musculature. It's not actually that you got that much bigger in that time, in that six to eight weeks. It's that you neurologically adapted to those movement patterns and became more efficient at them. You became more efficient at generating force and more effective at generating force over that time. And so your numbers are going to jump up. And if you do see aesthetic changes, it's likely due to cellular swelling because when you train, it breaks down your musculature and it has to rebuild and inflammation is part of that process. And it just occurs at such a high rate across that first six to eight weeks that it's going to appear as if you have these aesthetic changes when in reality, that's not the case. It's, it's really in the later phases, meaning I'll say 10 plus weeks from the initial start that you're truly going to start to see aesthetic changes that are due to increases in muscular size. Does that make sense? Yes. So that's what you're looking at. The first six to eight weeks, regardless of who you, regardless of what style of training you're engaging in, the first six to eight weeks are going to. Regardless of who you are, what you do. Yeah, why you do it. (laughs) Regardless of who you are, the first six to eight weeks of the training program are going, the results are going to be primarily due to neurological adaptations. Your muscles aren't getting any bigger in the first six weeks. Sorry, they're just, it's not, not happening. Uh, Now, in terms of, what hypertrophy training looks like. And we've done an entire episode on this. So if you want to check it out, I think it was episode 85. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was episode 85. We talked all about hypertrophy. So this is going to be way more concise. But uh, in terms of what the training should look like for hypertrophy training, it's probably going to be sets are going to be anywhere from like four to six sets, six to 12 reps in each of those sets in terms of intensity we like to use the intensity of RIR, which means reps in reserve, or even RPE, which means rate perceived exertion. But if you're talking about reps in reserve, that's the amount of reps you have left in the tank, so to speak. So if I write in your program, hey, we're going to do four sets of 10 reps. When you finish the 10th rep, you should be thinking, oh, I could probably only do two more. Maybe I could do three more. So when you're talking about hypertrophy, a lot of the times I'll recommend as an intensity that you complete the set to a point of an RIR of two to three reps, meaning you have two to three reps left in the tank when you finish your set. If you're a percentage person for hypertrophy-based training, it's going to be like 67 to 85% of your one rep max. Now, the reason I don't use percentage training for hypertrophy-style programs is that a lot of the movements that are incorporated into hypertrophy programs, you're not going to know your one rep max. Like you probably don't, you don't know your one rep max of a bicep curl. I was just going to say, you don't know your one RM bicep curl. You don't know your one RM preacher curl. You don't know your one RM single leg prone hamstring curl. Like you don't know your one RM leg extension. There is a lot of shit that you don't know your one RM. So the RIR technique, reps and reserve technique, in my opinion, is way more efficient and effective when you're talking about hypertrophy. Now, in terms of volume, All of the research right now is supporting that you have to do anywhere from 10 to 20 sets per muscle group per week to generate those hypertrophy adaptations to actually increase muscular size over time. And then rest can be anywhere from 60 to 120 seconds. The research hasn't really dialed in exactly where that needs to fall yet in terms of a specific number, but that's what you're looking at for hypertrophy. 
And one other thing that I forgot to mention is we had talked about beginners are likely going to see results in six to eight weeks. If you're trained, you're like a seasoned exercise enthusiast and you've been resistance training for a long period of time, when you start a new program, it's going to take months to start to see results. I'm talking like 12 plus weeks to see aesthetic changes. So three months, like sit down, buckle up and get ready for the ride. So I should remember that tomorrow when I start build. If you're actually going to start build, yes. (laughs) Ashley keeps going back and forth. She keeps telling me, I think I want to body build. I think I want to do the build program. Then not even seven seconds later, she's like, "Mm, maybe not yet. I'm not sure. She can't decide. (laughs) So anyway, that's what you're looking at for hypertrophy. Now for strength... As well Pause. as sorry, you were correct. Episode eighty-five. If they want to hear more, boom, got it. Uh, back to strength now. Strength and power. I just want to cover this now because it's the same across all three of these categories: strength, power, and hypertrophy. Again, beginners are likely going to see results in the first six to eight weeks. So, regardless if you're talking hypertrophy, strength, or power, you're gonna. If you're a beginner, you're going to see more rapid results around the six-week mark. And if you're intermediate or advanced, it's going to take much longer. We're talking the 10 to 12 plus week mark if I have to put a range on it because there's not a lot of research around those those pieces. Now, with strength, in terms of the sets, the reps, the intensity, the volume, where you need to be to actually generate those adaptations, in terms of sets and reps, it's probably going to be greater than three sets. It could go all the way up to potentially six, seven sets sometimes. It's going to be less than six reps, which is a pretty generic uh, recommendation that you'll see everywhere that you check online, but it's actually true. So somewhere around, uh, most people say three to six reps, four to six reps for strength. And then with intensity, it's going to be greater than 80% of your one rep max or right around 80% or higher. And again, I'm using percentages here because strength-based movements, you do have an idea or oftentimes you have an idea of what your one one rep max is, meaning you probably know what your one rep max bench is, your squat, your deadlift, et cetera. So greater than 80% of that in most cases. And the rest time is going to be substantially higher. So when we talked hypertrophy, the rest time was 60 to 120 seconds, um, sometimes even less than that in some programs. But when we're talking strength, that energy system that generates the, the ability to produce muscular strength and generates force, it needs much longer to recover. It needs much longer to, re, uh, let's say, replenish those stores. So the rest time for strength-based exercises is like two to five minutes between sets. So much longer. And then in terms of volume, it's going to be depending on the program, but it's probably going to fall somewhere in that that similar range to hypertrophy you're probably going to be training anywhere from let's say six to eight plus sets per exercise per week and again that's going to be dictated by the actual load that you're doing on each of these exercises the intensity uh, or in other words the intensity that you're training at how well you're recovering etc but we'll stay in that that range now lastly in terms of power in terms of sets and reps, you're looking at three to six sets per exercise, one to four reps, depending on the load, uh, which the load would be the intensity of the movement. That's going to be anywhere from 70 to you know 90 plus percent, depending on how many repetitions are prescribed. And then the rest time is also going to be very large, somewhere around two to five minutes, because again, that energy system that produces power or that enhances, or excuse me, not enhances, but 
enables you to produce high levels of power output, that needs a long time to replenish its stores. So two to five minutes there between sets. And then in terms of volume across the week, it's going to vary depending on your training age, meaning how long you've been training. So I'm not going to dive into all that. And it also depends on the modality, right? Olympic weightlifters do a lot of volume across the week. Whereas if you're doing something like CrossFit or bodybuilding, you may do very few uh, of those sets. But if you're talking power, again, it's going to be heavily dependent on your training age and what the goal is of the program. Okay. Now that I got through all the science like <laughs> numbers and figures and all that, I just want to break this down and boil it down into what really matters here. Ash, do you have anything to add there? No. I, okay. think it's I just felt bad. I just kept rolling through and, and didn't, no. didn't ask you if you needed or wanted to add anything. Needed anything. No, I'm <laughs> if, yeah, if you needed anything. Okay. So here's the overall message, the takeaway. The truth behind building muscle, gaining strength, and increasing power is that you need to practice and train these exercises or these movements consistently. So three to five days per week. You need to be doing it for four to eight plus weeks at a time before you're progressing to something that's more advanced or more quote unquote sexy or before you switch things up. And I want to just stick here for one minute. How often do we see folks, Ash, immediately want to progress to the next thing? They do one movement for one to two weeks and they're like, okay, what's next? I'm ready for the next thing. Or I'm, I'm tired of this. Let me try something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, often. All the time. And now someone's going to call me out on this. So I'm going to address it. In build we do change the movements every two weeks. But the reason we change them every two weeks is twofold. Number one, it's a very progressive system, meaning we might change the exercise after two weeks from a front squat at a specific tempo to a front squat at a different tempo or from a front squat to a one and a half front squat or you know, you get the point. Mm-hmm. I'm not drastically changing the exercise. Yeah, it's not you're just doing like a variation. Right. It's not as if we're squatting one week and then the next week we're switching over to, I don't lunges. know, like jumping lunges or something like that, like a completely different stimulus. So it's a very progressive system. So when it does change, it's meant to be a very similar stimulus to continue to build upon that adaptation. Mm-hmm. The second reason is more for a selling point, really, more for the the variety factor, even though in real, when you're talking about reality, you should be training the same movements for a prolonged period of time, like four plus weeks. Most people don't want to do that. And I understand that. And we get that. And so we give them, we kind of compromise, right? We're giving them what they want, but also making sure it's what they need. So we're changing the movement to give just a little bit of variety, like the tiniest little dash of it while still continuing to make progress on those similar movement patterns. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Now, the second thing is it's not sexy whatsoever, but it's true. You don't need to fix what's broken. The basics still provide the most bang for your buck, right? What I mean by the basics are squatting, lunging, hinging, which means like an RDL or a deadlift or a swing, Uh, pushing, pulling, and carrying. Those are the movements that are going to get you the most bang for your buck. They've been, they've withstood the test of time. They are super effective. 
and efficient at generating desired adaptations. So that's what you need to be focusing on in your programs to increase your or to build muscle, to increase strength and to enhance power. You don't need these crazy new fancy flashy exercises. You don't need to have every type of machine in your garage or access to at the gym. Mm -hmm. You really just need a couple basic pieces of equipment like a barbell, some dumbbells, kettlebell, maybe a box. And you just need to stick to the basics and hammer those down. So just being consistent, being disciplined in those basics across the course of time and just being patient and playing the long game. That's how you see results when we're talking about these three factors, muscular strength, hypertrophy, and power. I love it. Boom. I know that was kind of just me. Kind of just me on a rant there, but do you have anything you want to add to that little bit? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, hopefully, if you're listening, you're able to at least take something away from that. The main message being Mm -hmm. this shit takes time. Yeah. If you want to get strong, you want to build a kick-ass physique, you want to be powerful, you got to be patient, you got to be disciplined, you got to be consistent as fuck. (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop. All right. Well, if you need to, go back, listen to this again. Shoot us a DM or an email if you have any additional questions surrounding these types of adaptations and these types of results and why it takes so long to see progress. We're more than happy to dive into detail on that. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our gratitude and appreciation for you. We could not continue to show up week in and week out on this platform if it were not for your support. So as a token of your appreciation, please head over to Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast at, and leave a five-star rating, leave a review. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through this platform. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you are subscribed or follow us across all of our other platforms. That includes Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I'm trying to think what else we got. YouTube, right? We've got it all. Make sure that you are subscribed or following those channels to get all of the information surrounding fitness, nutrition, health, and of course, mindset. We appreciate you so much. We hope to see you again next week here on this channel because we have some fire episodes coming up here in the near future. As always, we appreciate you. We thank you and we will see you next week.